Hey, Jamie, I've got a question for you. What do you want, Tom? Who's on the podcast this coming Friday? Oh, is it someone big? Boy. Is uh, it a big one? Shall I bother listening this week? Yeah. If I was going to say uh, take. And I would say off no, your trousers. No, no. Take. Me out. No, take. Paddy McGuinness. No, take. Take on me. Take that. Wow. Have a little patience. But hang on, presumably you've only, you haven't got all three of them, have you? Presumably you've just got one of them. Buddy, we have all three of them on the podcast. They've released a new album. It's coming out. They're going on tour. They talk about the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, on everything that happened in Take the That. The ins, the outs. And they reveal it all this Friday. Exclusively. On Private Parts. That's a big one. I'm going to listen to that. very funny, um, warm, sensitive. But yeah, he's a wicked guy. And uh, what's happening is that I'm going to take a couple of months away from the podcast um, doing, to be honest, similar work, um, but just in a different space. And uh, I'm really excited to be handing the baton, the baton, on to him um, because I really think he's got a lot to say and a lot of and it's going to be a fresh energy and an, a, a new angle in which to approach the conversation um and with a whole new load of stories and understanding um and meaning so yeah we're chatting we're exchanging and um from this point on for for a few months hussein is going to be taking over on the whole truth podcast yo welcome to 100 FM, Whole Truth <laughs> FM, with your boy Jordan Stevens, and I'm joined by the one and only Hussein Manowar. Yeah, 2020, we oh, made drop it. drop a freestyle. Yo, I am Hosea. Nah, Walker. don't. Oh, we got ah, I'm joking, I'm joking. You know, he's mad because I'm taking over, right? Okay, now let's introduce, let's let's take a step back. We've, we've jumped in. <laughs> that was going to be the big reveal. I'm going to be having a chat with a good friend of mine, Hussein, who I've already introduced in an epic um, freestyle American radio-esque fashion, but it's Hussein Manuel. Um, uh, we have already spoken on the mm -hmm. podcast before. You're one of the first guests. Yeah, come on. Um, which I really appreciate because I'm obviously a bigger fan of you and you are also doing some... I'd say you're probably one of the most consistent mental health activists I know in oh, the thanks. UK. Um, actually, in the world. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Well. You genuinely practice um, 
you practice what you preach. You 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 yeah. you talk openly about grief and struggling, and um, you create a space where people I think would be struggling would be able to look at what you've said and feel encouraged. I have. We did music for mental health, and the lineup was incredible. And you were on that lineup, and I couldn't have I couldn't think of anyone else that I wanted on. I mean, other than the people who I also wanted on, I also wanted you on. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, on a, on a but on a genuine level, when you delivered your uh, a piece of spoken word about your mum, probably my favorite moment. Wow. No, and I said you. that, innit? I backed yeah, that. I put yeah, it on. Yeah, um, did, yeah. And what and and and. Uh, just say a little bit about that, about the piece that you spoke about, and then it got went viral from... Yeah, from... yeah, it did, it did. It, 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 the internet does wonderful things. Well, I am whole, wow, what a concert that was. Could you, would you call it a concert? Music for Mental Health, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was It was uh, yeah, a live event. It was incredible. I felt like... I always have this moment just before I go on stage where I'll look at the people next to me and I'm like, oh, do they really want to hear me talk about death? Mm. And my friends say, yes. That's what you're here to do. Mm. And coming out on that lineup with acts that you had, mm. I'm like, oh my days. They're not going to know the words. There's nothing to sing along to. They just have to listen. But then when you're performing it, I feel like the best thing as a performer I can receive is their emotions. And when the whole room was silent, because some. It was amazing. Yeah, it was silent. And there's like, obviously, there's people that have been drinking, there's people that are there to like really like scream and like really, but they're really there to be engaged. And, um, the fact that they were engaged was a beautiful thing for me. Because like when I took a breath and I heard nothing. Yeah. I you and like, Evie. You remember yeah, when we oh, so I love the, Evie. So, yeah, like, yeah, so, yeah. so another act who was on the, on the lineup, a girl who came up to me at a poetry night, just rago, and was just like, yo, I love your campaign. I want to get involved. Yeah, she's amazing. I love that. Yeah. And yeah, you know, and also the fact that Ed Sheeran, who, you know, like legends, like a good friend of mine, steps up like, yeah, I'll, I'll perform. Mm -hmm. I'd say probably the biggest pop star in the world or arguably top yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he went on first. So in yeah, back of my yeah, mind, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. like, just on a practical level, I wouldn't even be that insulted. I mean, the lineup was strong, but I mean, a few people might leave. Like Ed is, you know, mm -hmm. literally lockdown, four hours. Four, it that, was, that concert yeah. was four hours. That's longer than Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of films are longer than Titanic now, man. But that was it. It was an incredible. It was an incredible moment. It was a, it was you, should be, you should be very proud of yourself. It was a Scorsese epic. Listen, the team did incredibly well, and everyone who came together, Rusa Toye as well, delivered a lot of spoken word that tied together the the night mm. through film. Um, and yeah, to have the influence of you, um, Evie, and Ruth, and and um, the interviews even linking mm. together the act, I thought brought a different dynamic to the event that worked because sometimes yeah. that can get a bit like, Meh. but. I don't know. I just I just think truth is undeniable. Yeah. And if you're standing up and being like, "This is the grief I feel," mm. it oh man, it just it. Everyone went on the journey with me. Yeah. And that was nice. Like you could feel it. I was just proud, man, because. Yeah, I don't know. I was proud because yeah. like you you were on you were on the you know the the main stage and you you stepped up and like, you were in some ways the underdog, but based on. Time spent, I suppose. In that context, yeah, 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 yeah. One hundred percent, I know. Yeah. And you, and you, it, it totally stole everyone's hearts. It was great. Yeah, I just think in the moments, you just you're just there to speak your truth. Yeah, it's that old theatre saying of um, leave them whilst they still want more. 
Yeah. So sometimes a minute it might just be all you get, but that might be all you need. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. No, you, I mean, and, and you're definitely an advocate of of um, capitalizing on yeah. on opportunities. hundred um, percent. And with that in mind, what? I'm here today. Let's you know explain what I mean? what's going on today. <laughs> capitalizing on opportunities. Um, no, I'm here as a friend to support you. Dude, I'm over the moon about what's going to happen. So the whole thing is that um, I'm going to be taking a break from the whole Truth podcast, mm-hmm. um, which has been really fun to do. It's it's a lot of work, but you get to meet mm-hmm. some incredible people and yeah, I can't wait. feel enlightened. What advice um, do you have for me? Well, I haven't explained that you're taking over yet. You got to give I'm the, keen. I know. And then in my absence... I'm going to pass the mantle over to Hussein, the very trustworthy hands of Hussein. Um, you have an incredibly dedicated fan base who are wanting to hear you talk. Yeah, no. Because you, you uh, post yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you, make, you, you do a lot of spoken yeah. word. Yeah. But I want to hear you talk. <laughs> One mm. of your strengths is that you have gone through an incredibly tough time yeah. losing someone incredibly close to you, um, closest. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've seen the Vinnie Jones interview where Vinnie Jones talks about the loss of his partner, Tanya. Mm. So Vinnie Jones, actor, he's been married for 27 years. His wife passes away. He does this incredible interview on Good Morning Britain. Really? Where he talks about the, the how she passed away and, and he breaks down on television and he, he really, like, shows what it means to me to be a man. Mm. And ever since my mum passed away, I've never really seen my dad talk about my mum. So I showed him this Vinnie Jones video and... um. I said to him, what do you miss the most about mum? And he looked at me and he went, the arguments. Whoa. And he said, it's about being able to bounce off someone every day. And the one day that person's gone, that's the hardest thing. And it's like, it's so interesting. It takes like, because if my dad never saw that Vinnie Jones video, he may, may have never said that to me. Do you know what I mean? So everyone has a voice in this field. And um, if I can help start conversations around that, let's go get it. This time of year. Yeah. How do you feel about this time of year? It's hard. I think I so. I think it's definitely hard. I Christmas, I think, is especially Christmas, hard for people who have lost other. Yo, it's... Massive reminder. And you know what, as well, I was even thinking about the other day. I released um, this video called The Best Years about children that have lost a parent. Because mm. I was like, yo, imagine you're a child, you lost a parent, yeah? you got to go through sports day without your mum and dad coming to watch you. Mm. You have to go through the school assemblies without your family sitting in the audience. Mm. You have to go to prom. You have to go to so many things and you don't have that family support. It's so difficult. Mm. Uh, one thing I think is very hard as well is Mother's Day. Hardest. Yeah, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all these days, like they're, they're days that you'd share with people you love, but if you've lost them, it's, it's hard. the end of an entire year yeah. i mean this one decade. is the end of a decade bruv we're going into 2020 vision i can't believe it do you feel as though you're gonna see clearer in the coming year oh well, new year's no new year's resolutions now we're talking about new me year's. yeah uh, is that a thing for you yeah massively oh i mean not really like like i do them yeah um but i don't do them do you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. my new year's resolution for maybe the past eight years has been to learn brazilian portuguese oh wow uh, yeah, yeah. Did you get much of it done? No. I oh. still know four words. Uh, mine was Arabic. Good luck. No, I got quite a bit of it. Shut up. Yeah. Say something. Izan Nadaratanahwa Jabal Dagestan. That sounded Arabic to me. <laughs> um, What's so your new- newest resolutions? Come on. Have you ever done them? 
I'm learning to love the fact that my hair's fading. Your hair? Yeah. Sorry, you know, I, I was. I honestly so like, you know, my, my hairline, like my hairline's going, yeah. Right. You might not, like, you might not be able to tell. It's, I mean, it's not. But no, it is. It's definitely going. Just thinning out at the front. Yeah, it's thinning out, and I'm learning to. Big man things. I'm learning to accept that I'm becoming a big man. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and how I'm old are you? Twenty eight. Yeah. And um, yeah. and I'm approaching twenty nine in March. I'm expecting a birthday present. You know what I'm saying? In March. March yeah. to what? Eleventh. Thank you very much. March 11th, that's a nice birthday. It is, oh, you're a Pisces. Yeah, that's why it's so emotional, isn't it? <laughs> Some of my girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm souls. Very, very sensitive. Very sensitive. I'm very souls. sensitive, yeah. I'm learning to accept that. I'm learning to love to accept that my hair's fading. Good. And um, I'm also. It's a real thing. Yeah, it, de- a lot oh, of, it a can affect of your confidence really... massively. It can affect so many what aspects of your life. I just don't know. I feel like it's changed. Like, you know what? No, even in if you're with a group of friends and someone someone goes at your hairline, you can't come back from that. They're going at your hairline, yeah. You you are taking the L in that conversation. Oh, but you've got such a lovely beard. No, thanks. No, my, I'm quite lucky, you know, I'm not because sure my which one I'd prefer. I'm just trying to think now. I my, want a beard like that so badly. Yeah, I'll give you some of mine. <laughs> it'll, it'll come back the next day. Um, yeah, a lot of body confidence, I think, is very important because, I mean, every day when I'm when I'm surfing the internet, I see a lot of like, what is portrayed as like a perfect body. Do you know what I mean? And for me, I don't look like that. So I don't aim to look like that. I aim to love myself on my journey of how I'm going to look like what I should be looking like. But so anyway, cut long story short, I'm running more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running more, I run 5K, run 10K, I go boxing. I 10K? Think, yeah. I haven't done 10K yet. I yeah. do 5K in like, I've been doing it in about 25 minutes. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really good. But what are your, what are your, so you just want to feel more comfortable in your body? Yeah, feel more comfortable in my body, but also live my potential artistically and creatively and Always. passionately. Yeah. Will we ever be satisfied no, in that I department? Know, I don't know. I've been saying since 2004, <laughs> every year is my year. <laughs> <laughs> Next, this is my, this decade is my decade. This is my decade. Is my decade. Yeah, so the 20s. It's exciting. The roaring 20s, bruh. Do you know what I'm happy about? What? That came out of, I think, more so this year than any other year. The incredible online activism. How people really used the tweets, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, everything mm. to push for change. And you see it, the petitions, it, it it works and it helps. Yeah. I'm very happy to see that this year. I think for me that was definitely a high looking up looking back just this whole decade. I think a low is the whole um like cancel culture. Like I don't I like what we were saying before we started recording, I feel like people should be allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they cancelled because of it. Like, which that's the only How time. How many you, mistakes? That's the only time you <laughs> learn. I think obviously it depends on what the yeah, mistake yeah, yeah, is, yeah, but yeah. within reason, we shouldn't just jump the gun. And unfortunately, I feel like the low part of humanity when I look at it is how some of us, some of us cancel people so quickly because of something that they done. I don't agree with that. Sometimes I get scared to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Same. So I think there's so many, there's so many different types of people that I don't want to upset. Yeah, that's the thing. There's different communities and trying to be like. I think everyone should always try to be as culturally sensitive as they can. Yeah. But on this journey, we 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 do make mistakes. You have to like make I'm mistakes pa- I'm to pa- learn. I'm I'm from Pakistan, right? I was yeah. born in England. My grandparents were born in Pakistan. Yeah. I go back to Pakistan. I make mistakes. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. mean I get cancelled from the village because yeah. of it. It's yeah, mean I take yeah. it and I learn and I make sure I don't do it again. Yeah. It's about not making the same one twice, isn't it? What's your hopes for next year or the next decade? I love it. You're interviewing me now. This is a good practice. Uh, <clears throat> um, 
I suppose it's a conversation, isn't it? Mm. My hopes for next year. I want to be work. I want to have got working on the TV series. I'm, I'm as in pre-production, like actually getting into it. Yeah, and I also want to. I can't wait for that. I think it'll be sick. Book. I've got an. Idea. I'll tell you after. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll I'm be sick. I'm working on an idea. I'm working on an idea that might actually. Well, one for music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I got I mean, my own been, solo music teased. out. We've been teased. Jordan Stevens. Yeah, listen, I start releasing music under my own name, and also Harley has has made some. Harley sounds like he wants to do some more Rizzle Kick stuff, which would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I quite like the timing. Yeah. Because because part of me wants to like go on Rizzle Kick's socials and be like, well, the world's gone to shit, isn't it? <laughs> 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 I kind of want to go on. It's like, anyone fancy a bit of a light-hearted release, guys? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone fancy a bit of a jolly hip-hop album by any chance? Um, I, you know, I could probably to go into some hilarious statistics of what's happened in the world since we released our second album and pin it all to our absence from music. Mm. I think the last <laughs> time we released an album was 2013. I think at that time, the world was pretty calm. I can't even remember just what saying, was Just saying, all I'm saying is, since the last Rizzle Kicks album came out, the world has really suffered. Yep. I think I'm just making the link between the two. Well, listen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. But, but yeah, li- I'm ready I, to get I, down with the trumpets. I've, I've been working on some Jordan Stevens stuff, and so that'll give me the that'll give me the space to release music, regardless of what happens with Harley. Um, but it would be lovely, and we do get tweets about it all the time and, and comments about doing so. And I, I just I adore Harley, and I think he's so talented, and I think he really wants to perform again. What about you? Hmm. Hope for the year ahead. I mean, I hope to see an N-dubs reunion. Uh, what? You can't just come after Rizzo Kick and say N-dubs. Why? Oh, I'm joking. Nah, yeah, there might, there might be an N-dubs reunion, man. I mean, I love that era of music when there were... You know what I want to see? The revival of Channel U again as well. Oof. I mean, that would, that would make sense now. Do you remember when we used to come home from school and text the TV? No. No. I used to, no, I used to... Bro, I didn't text TV. I'd only get ringtones. Oh, wow, yeah, ringtones. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see the people I grew up with their music release music again. Yeah. You, you want, like, I'm... an urban big reunion? Basically. <laughs> 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 Who's in the lineup? N-dubs. Oh, well, N-dubs headlining. N-dubs big Brothers. Oh. <sighs> Buy me diamonds and rubies. Yeah. Blazing Squad. Oh, mate. Those Blazing. two are... You know, they... They you were sick. Them, I still I still bang their music now. Have you worked with them? No. You know, know about Muss and, and James? Two no, of Blazing Squad no. are like one of the sickest produce. They're called Mojam. They've produced some amazing tracks. No, no. So you want N-Dubs back next year? Yes. What else? I mean, something maybe more personal to you. Uh, <laughs> oh, something a bit more personal to <laughs> yeah. me. You, you've been on stage with me before. Do you remember at O'Meara? Yeah, my headline show. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like spat to some bars. Yeah, yeah. I want to see Jordan Stevens on my stage again. Really? Yeah, Man, I haven't yeah. written a rap in like no, almost no, you, a year a, and a it's half. It's embedded in your DNA. I have, honestly I haven't written a rap. Oh, you can encourage me to. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. Maybe see I'll that. write one with you. Yeah, yeah. That would be sick. I'd love to. That would actually make me so happy. I would love to work more with people now. Collaborate. Yeah, I feel like for so long, like I've been living in like a bubble. Yeah, my own head. And I need to get Bubblehead. out. Bubblehead. Yeah. Your own bubblehead. <laughs> bubblehead. And I need to get out of that. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? I just feel like, even just hearing you talk about Harley and that relationship is just such a beautiful thing that you can, 
bounce these ideas off people and and I feel like a lot of the time I'm just stuck in my own head all the time and really yeah and I need to get out of it and I think 2020 is like I don't want to be that you'll find that with running yeah yeah it's like meditative I do I do love running so yeah I think hope for my year ahead is really just and I've never said this before and you will never hear me say it again but what's that line what is people say live the best version of myself that's what I would like to aim towards. It's kind of like becoming like the latest iPhone release version of yourself, but also understanding that you do need system up- updates regularly. Bro, do you know what I mean? Let's not talk about technology because I don't think, I think we peaked with technology about five years ago. Do you? I think we're all in a state of like bizarre psychosis delusion where like we actually think that we need improvements on stuff that need just not No improvement. Yeah, you, that's, Bro, that's I, a fair point. No, I'm no, thinking to go back to Nokia, you know? It, no, that's real. No, seriously. Because like I, I don't have much dread. Yeah, I don't get like an existential dread so much. I, you know, obviously I get like freaked out about things in my life sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'm, I like to be enigmatic. Yeah. But one thing that, that gets me the most is robots. Yeah. I just feel like technologically, I do not understand why anyone is making any new tech. I'm going to say it right now. I don't need any new technology. I it's actually true, like, no, true. no, 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 no it's, it's true. it feels like, yeah. I don't know why that feels like such a rebellious statement. Like I actually am happy. I, I rate peaked. this, I rate this, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this, this conversation my, needs to be had more, you my know. My telly is great. My phone is great. My laptop's great. I don't need any more yeah. speed. I don't need any of that shit. My Wi-Fi is no, great. No, no new terabytes? Bro, I'm happy, like, you know what I mean? Like, all the things, uh, say for example, like, say with Deliveroo, yeah? Yeah. I think, like, delivery apps are the most overrated thing in the entire world because of this. I use them all the time. I love them, mm. right? But they have ruined my life. You have to yeah, understand. Yeah. It's ruined you my life as well. You have to understand. It is. You're just working and you're just you like... You have to you. understand. Everyone can cook. Think how many people just are just losing money. They, we never needed it. Do you remember how mad it was? Bro, I remember back in the day, yeah? I used to want an like, Indian, yeah? Like, mm. I used to go... There's a place called Biwachi's up Chamberlain Road. It's amazing. Yeah, you know my family has an Indian. Is it? You need to come. Yeah, what's the rating on Deliveroo? <laughs> We're not even on Deliveroo. <laughs> yeah. My, dad, my dad's, anti, yeah, my dad's anti-technology. Okay, yeah, bless. Yeah. No, but I'm saying... You had to wait for a good, you know, I don't know what, 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 what my order was, but I'd have to wait about 50, 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then when it came, that's the best goddamn meal I had in my life. It was the same thing as like yeah. Blockbuster. Yeah. You rented that film out, five pound deal, three nights and an ice cream. Yeah. Mm. That film better be good, bruv. Mm. <laughs> and then it, you'd be visceral about it. I remember I went to see one film, I won't even say because I feel deep. Actually, I will. Barbershop, right? I went to get Barbershop. Mm. I watched it, I was like, that film was shit. And I remember mm. being so upset. And I loved that passion. And lo- loads of people love Barbershop. I, I, I personally yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, it was like, you, it's that energy. I mean, yeah. Netflix actually, I think is a bit more, there's more argument for Netflix. But like, I agree with you. you know with what I'm trying te- to say? I agree with you with technology. So I feel anyway, like- I'm not, I, the, the reason I went on, went off on that rant is because I said I'm you don't have to update like your latest, system. Uh, oh yeah, system update. You don't yeah. have to system update. Or you just have to find the, you have to get the cogs working that are already within your infrastructure. It's all there. The bubble head. It's all there. We're all connected to it, yeah. I think. Um, well, that actually said, what, what would, were there any like books, films that you've seen in the last year that you'd recommend to our listeners? Yes. <laughs> um, a book I started reading was The Letters of Vincent van Gogh. 
Wow. That he wrote to his brother, Theodore. Yeah. Incredible. Really? Van Gogh was a poet. Yeah. Poet more than he was a painter. Incredible. He suffered severe mental health issues. Oh, we know. Like, you read the letters he wrote. Wow. They are art. I mean, the conversation around sanity and insanity is an ever really interesting one. I think, I don't think we have the right parameters. You writing that down? I'm writing that down. Did you know, do you know what I mean though? Yeah. I think what we deem as insanity is kind of a bit bizarre. It's true. Genius. I mean. Genius is crazy, isn't it? Until crazy is genius. Big, this is a big discussion. Yeah. Um, I just watched it. This is one thing I did in 2019. That was amazing. I went to see a man called Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. who is... Uh, I don't even know what you, how you describe him, just an uh, academic mm-hmm. who is arguably enlightened to some sense, so, um, lives in the present moment, wrote a whole book about it called The Power of Now. And he would argue that not, of, not all of us use the present, you use the power of the present moment. He'd say this, and this is actually so confronting to a lot of people. He'd go... So what are you worried about? This is me genuinely asking you. What are you worried about? Just kind of, just a few things that are just on your mind. Right? Um, worried about not falling in love. Right. And how do you feel when you worry about that? Um, anxious. Right. But right now, where are you? In Suffolk. And it's fine, isn't it? Like right now, everything's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, right now, everything's cool. Right now. We're blessed. And it's like that, he, the whole thing of like, it's you thinking about the future, reminding yourself of the past, creating all these conundrums inside you. But he just goes, no, just stop, like literally right now. In, he's like, he'd argue that in life, there are choices, the choices are made, and then you're just in the present moment. He's not yeah. saying you never... Yeah, 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 it makes sense. It right. makes sense, yeah. So, but he would wow, say, I had deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> and he would, say, he would say that like, the phone or the the incredibly intelligent iPhone is literally our collective mind creating another mind to never escape the mind. So like you think- What's his name? Eckhart Tolle. So you think that you're getting a break on your phone, but it's actually like the egotistical mind continuing its, your removal from from the self. So that's where I would say that. Yeah, so dangerous. I think the phone's dangerous. So yo, I saw you promote a pillow that I never received. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Really? Yeah. It's fine, I'll purchase one. A consistent night's sleep is like nine times more effective than antidepressants. Wow. Yeah. Over a period of That's like maybe a month Maybe when you take your break, I try and get a sleep expert on. Great idea. My girlfriend would probably be a good one for that. I'm not sure if she's an expert, but she sleeps a lot. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'd love to see in the next My decade? girlfriend would actually be a good guest. Amber would actually be a really good guest because she she has had a really tough year of anxiety and, and overcome that. And, it's, yeah. and she, she's really, really interested in what contributes to that. Her and also uh, Bella Mackey, we need to follow up with Greg James's wife. He wrote a book called Jog On. So that'd be good for you to chat to her because... Yep. Um, she overcame severe anxiety through running. Yeah, amazing. I would love to see sleep pods be introduced in London. What, the Japanese ones? Yeah. Dude, do you know it's like borderline... I'm not sure about... I'm not sure sleep pods are... uh, Wait, are they a good thing? Or is it like they don't get any sleep, that's the only sleep? No, sorry. I mean, like, you know how, like, the city of London is so busy and it's like... You can just dip in for a quick hour. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of gangster. Go take a nap somewhere. But it needs to be clean, hygienic kept nice quiet but you know what i'm but you know do you know i'm gonna say that i'm gonna annoy you of what i'm about to say though 
if you are, if you make healthy choices in your life, you wouldn't lack energy. Yeah, but dude, I had some. I've I had hear some you. Mad yeah, stuff. but yeah, but sleep is important. Well, also, yeah, you can't always control the other factors that are going on in your life. Child, children. You're very. You know what? Babies. You're totally right. You, you, he's saying this is why you're such a. You're, this is why you're a G for this podcast, man. Because you're really caring. I'd just yeah. be like, these guys need to stop wanking in my sleep pods. <laughs> and I, and ironically, the Tao, the Tao also believes in Taoism. They believe that sexual energy is thirty percent of the energy that we are able to use and actually as men the fact mm. that we are hope so willing to release that sometimes more than twice a day mm. means that we're actually knackering ourselves out. I mean we could be utilizing <laughs> our sexual energy, transmuting it. That's why what happens before boxing matches? They, they, they don't have no sex. So you want to create these sleep pods because you think people in the city <laughs> need a break. Yeah I feel like people in the city need a break. So um but uh, you go on <laughs> I was gonna say for the podcast, I really for want, the sleeping, but yeah, I really want to bring on some industry leaders and get some real advice, get some real, real questions and some real answers from some from experts. I feel like we need education when it comes to mental health now, and I feel like now's the time. Moving into 2020, we we can provide people with that education along with real life stories from people. Yeah. So you've you you're, you what you want to do with the whole truth podcast is approach it from a more. I mean, I've 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 a lot of the guests I've had on are my friends who have who mm -hmm. I've been eager to hear about their stories. Sometimes their stories haven't been told before. Um, what's 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 your outlook going to be? You want it to be more industry. I think more educational. I feel like there's so many expert based. Yeah, professors out there, psychologists, therapists. Like there's this network. A few. There's yeah. this network I discovered the other day. Um, it's like a directory of loads of different therapists from loads of different cultural backgrounds, mm. and it guides people through how to get therapy if you're coming from like a Somalia background. Wow, that's amazing. Or a Pakistani background, or a Japanese background, or wherever you're coming from. There's therapists dedicated. For them, for them cultural groups, mm. and I think that's really interesting. And I feel like there's a lot. I feel like I'm ready for myself to go into like phase two of mental health education. And what mm. does that look like? What are you teaching on psychology courses? What's happening in psychotherapy? What is cognitive behavioral therapy? Like, what are these things? And let's learn. Brilliant. I think that sounds really exciting. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. About I that. can't wait to listen to the podcast. Yeah. Well, I'll keep your seat warm. Please. Um, I'm not, I honestly, I'm, I'm super excited because I'm excited as well. Ever since we've, I think every collaboration we've had between you and I on on around mental health has been really exciting. It's been good, and you know what? Yeah, podcast for me has been something that's been hovering around the whole of 2019. Really, the amount of emails I've had to do a podcast, I've always said no. It's never been right. Are you going to change the title to Hussein in the Membrane? <laughs> <laughs> it could be a segment. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. Segments. That's something I could add to the whole truth. Mm. With jingles. Yeah, I might With make a... in the membrane. <laughs> and then it's like, welcome to... No, so. no it's good. So <laughs> let's, let's see what happens. I mean, learning definitely from today, from this one, I can definitely not do more than one in a day. It's, well, the, it's well I can tell you confidently you're going to. <laughs> Thank you, Usain. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. You're my guy. Let's go get it. I love you. Um, so and love. you continue to inspire me. And I'm very, very happy that the whole I Am Whole, Whole Truth audience are now going to be inspired by you too.
powered by Spirit Studios.